0: Welcome to the sermon podcast of First United Methodist Church of Round Rock. We hope that this message offers meaning to your life. We invite you to join us in worship on Sunday mornings at 8.30, 9.40, or 11 a.m. Each service is unique in style and format. May God bless you and your day. A reading from the third chapter of Matthew. And when Jesus had been baptized, just as he came up from the water, suddenly heavens were opened to him, and he saw the Spirit of God descending like a dove and alighting on him. And a voice from heaven said, "'This is my Son, the Beloved, with whom I am well pleased. This is the word of the Lord.'"
1: Would you pray with me and for me? Dear Lord, we thank you for your word, how it's been powerfully presented in the acts that we have shared in and how we have sung. And now I ask for the anointing of your spirit upon these words. In the name of Christ, amen. Baptism. Uh, All the different modes of baptism. Uh, And and I will tell you that as far as for interesting stories about baptism, immersion baptisms have it. Uh, There's one that I I saw this past week in which, uh, you know, in larger churches, if you have immersion baptisms, there's going to be uh, dressing rooms on each side, one for men and one for women. And so, uh, when you do the baptism, then you go down and you return to the place that you, you went. Now, in this particular church, they didn't have quite the discretion as some do. Most of them have a wall up to this this far, so that if anything happens, uh, people just really don't see what happens when people go under the water that much. Uh, that would have been good for my own reaffirmation of baptism when I was 20, because I had a five foot, six inch pastor trying to baptize this six foot, three inch guy. And I had to help him. And it was good that no one else could see that. But in this case, uh, they could see all the way to the bottom. And so this man had been baptized. He, uh, he Instead of going back to where the guys do the dressing, he went up this way to where the ladies were dressing. So he gets up to the top and he gets made aware that he's not supposed to be on that side. And so the next person has already come down. The pastor is getting ready to baptize the next person. And all of a sudden, just as he's about ready to put this person under, he watches this person swimming across the baptismal back to the other side. You know, uh, another one that you may have seen on the net is one with it's an eight-year-old little boy who is so excited to be baptized, and so the pastor raises his hand just to bring the boy down under, and the boy puts his pitches his nose and goes down under the water before the pastor ever gets a hold of him. <laughs> you know, baptism. Uh, baptism has a lot to say for our lives. Uh, I think about uh, what John's baptism was. It was a baptism for repentance, about making a turnaround. Some of you have made resolutions for 2018. Some of you have given up making resolutions for 2018 because of past performance. Uh, At the same time, uh, we do have dreams and hopes for 2018. And... For many of us, it's a turnaround. We'd like it to be better in some ways than it was in 2017. Well, repentance literally means to do an about face. It means to make a turnaround. And the good news in this passage of Scripture is that Jesus comes to help us make that turnaround. As a matter of fact, you can't make the turnaround without Jesus. And so when you're thinking about baptism, think about turnaround. And then it's about endorsement. When the voice said from heaven, this is my beloved son in what? In whom I am well pleased. Is it too much to say that when you were conceived, when you were born, that God was saying the same thing? This is my child in whom I am well pleased? Now I know, you're not Jesus. But it does say in Genesis chapter 1, in the creation of the man and woman, that they were not just good, they were very good. We long for that kind of affirmation, that sense that we're accepted and that we belong. When I gave my heart to Christ 47 years ago, don't I look good for 47? That's that's when my new birth was, you see, and so I can count my age that way, you know. I gave my heart to Christ, but it was that experience of being just accepted and fully loved just the way I am. And and so I decided in that moment that I was going to spend the rest of my life living for that kind of love. And so I have, sometimes for good and sometimes not so good. But that is the love that has sustained me ever since, the endorsement of God's love. Now, when we do that, we're saying that's to whom we belong, is is God's love. Uh, Martin Luther, the great reformer, when he would have times of depression or he was uh, tempted, he would say, I am baptized. I am a child of God. Sometimes we just need to say... We aren't owned by those we work for. We aren't even owned by family members. We are a child of God. So say after me, I am a child of God. God. And keep reminding yourself of that regularly uh, throughout this coming 2018. And, And when you do, remember that being a child of God means that you have a different kind of identity, what I call a root identity R O O T. Some of you say a root identity, right? And so it's it's a root identity in that says that you have been selected by Christ and and are and are marked by Christ. And so there, there's not you are in a lover's quarrel with your world. Uh, I had one writer who said that to be baptized is a very dangerous and seditious thing to do because it means that what owns other folks doesn't own us, that we are children of God. But not only is there this root identity that is different that's in our baptism, it's also our sense of community. You and I live in a generation of all kinds of false community, Uh, Virtual community where we can friend and unfriend people in a moment. Uh, We have destructive community uh, in gangs and cartels. And then there's just kind of the normal community that people experience, and certainly we're all looking for it, so we tend to gather among people that have the same likes and dislikes. But you are an alternative community. We are an alternative community. It's not our dislikes and our likes that hold us together. Instead, it is our common experience of the love of Christ. And that makes us a revolutionary community. Say after me, we are an alternative community. community. So the things that make us tick and the the things that uh, show ourselves to the world are different than other communities. But then we go to this next part Jesus says, God says, this is my beloved son in whom I am well pleased. Everybody sees that as the beginning of Jesus' ministry. He then goes into the desert to be tempted to the devil of, about how he's going to do that ministry. But there he got his calling. Well, when you look at me, you're probably saying, he's a pretty ordinary kind of guy. But I submit to you, I live a very extraordinary kind of life. I get to enjoy the love of family at a depth more than I would ever dream. Uh, I get to experience life's opportunities, opportunities that I would never dream of having, but but there they are for me. Uh, I get to uh, enjoy being a part of the church and growing with you and all your experiences, your ups and downs and the sharing of your gifts. What an amazing thing. You know, and that's why I say pretty often, I got to be one of the most blessed people on the planet. I live a very extraordinary kind of life, but it's no different than the life that you live. Because what makes my ordinary life extraordinary is the touch of Christ, and that's what makes yours extraordinary. And so you don't just exist, you have a calling, you have a destiny. Say after me, I have a destiny. I I believe in that kind of language. I believe there's a destiny for you that no one else has, and it's a God-given destiny, and we spend all our lives discovering it, and you never get to retire from it. You may change your job description in that destiny, and you probably will. My dad's changed jobs inside sales about six different times. And now he's approaching 80 years old, and he's still selling Jesus. He's still intentional about who he is and what he shares. And so we never retire from our destiny that God has given us. At the same time, that is a destiny that has sacrifice in it. We we have to kind of determine what are we going to give our lives to. You're going to give your life for something for someone. And so St. Patrick, you know, the one we do the holiday in in March. Uh, St. Patrick was... uh, Now, when he did baptism, they were very interesting. He would baptize... Three times he would do an immersion, but he would do it in the name of the Father, up, and the Son, up, and the Holy Spirit. Up. Reminds me of being in the swimming pool with our boys. I would do I baptize in the name of the Father, and the Son, the Holy Spirit, Jehoshaphat, Mary, Joseph. You know, uh, well, you know, and of course they loved it. Uh, I didn't get struck by lightning, and I was even in water. <laughs> uh, you know, but he did that kind of baptism. And so one day he was baptizing a chieftain. And the chieftain had his, his staff that was a sign of his authority. And so as he was getting ready to baptism, he handed it to uh, St. Patrick. And so St. Patrick had that in his hand. And he put it down in the water. And as he baptized the chief, he heard the chief just cry out in pain. And so he brought the chieftain back up. And he says, why are you crying out? Over a little bit of water. And he said, you put the staff down on my foot. (laughs) He says, well, why didn't you tell me to take it off your foot? He says, well, you told me there was pain and sacrifice in baptism. So I put up with it. Our calling will require the giving of all that we are. So the question in 2018 is, how will you give yourself Away, That writer was right. Baptism is a dangerous and seditious kind of thing. But fortunately, it's also a thing in which we are all together. Next week, I'm going to be baptizing three people on a given Sunday, and that's a wonderful thing. One's eight years old, and one is smaller. But there will be a surrounding community As we share together in the love of God. So today you reaffirmed your baptism but the big deal is what follows here. Will you live a life in reaffirmation of your baptism? Will you fulfill your destiny in 2018? May our forgiving, community-giving, destiny-fulfilling Uh, God, go with you in it. And all the people said, Amen. amen. Let's pray together. Dear Lord, we draw on your grace as we begin this adventure of this year. And I pray if there is anyone here who has not fully opened themselves or drawn...